You are watching Sipping Off the Cuff at tequilaaficionado.com, Tequila Aficionado Media, and all of our platforms. I'm Alex Perez. <laughs> I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. Uh, hey, Happy New Year. This is our first time uh, this year in 2019. 2019. 2019. Of course, by the time this airs, it might be March. You know, April. <laughs> I don't know. We have we have such a long list of backlog. Um, yeah, a big backlog. So bear with us because everything, everything that we open and everything that we receive here in our offices in San Antonio and 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 all the other tasters as well, and even at Alex's place, they're all going to be seen in 2019. This 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 is going to be probably a, a, a long year of tastings because last year we had to we had to clip it early in July because we went on the road early. This year we're we're not on the road, so uh, we get to let, keep it keep it open probably until September. So if you're looking at us or listening to us, and you want us to uh, sip off the cuff with your product, drop us a line, Mike at tequilafishnado.com, and you know let us know what it is, anything that's agave spirit. And we want to taste it. We do, and we're going to do it off the cuff tonight. Ah. Uh, well, we continue with Don Amado. Now, this is the Largo, and it is the Karwinski plant. And it's known by, the Karwinski is the actual uh, scientific name, but it is Largo, which is what it's known as. And um, these are, Don Amados are brought to you by the, the uh, Nick Fury of Agave Spirits, Mr. Jake Lustig. And and now on the everything. If you watched our first uh, uh, our first tasting, it was uh, the Espadín, the Rustico, and everything you need to know. That, what's the lovely part about a mezcal now is everything you need to know is on the labels, especially of the ones that are very transparent and very small batch. And you know, this um, is in the heart of southern Mexico, Mike. The the Arianes family carefully handcrafts Oaxaca's finest mezcal from 100% mature Highland Karwinski agave plants. Wow. Yeah, are we getting old that we're both wearing glasses? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, the the lettering gets keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> um, this Karwinski. is this is again a Oaxacan ceramic and bamboo pot stills. And uh, it gives a, just a, a hint of what the flavor notes are going to be like. But it's 100% pure Karwinski agave, no additives. Uh, and this is a 46% alcohol by volume, uh, 92 proof. And Alex, we got lingering bubbles, man. Nice. You know, I'm trying to find some info on that Karwinski. It's a huge plant, and it takes a, from from the the pictures that I've seen. Uh, it's a it's a it's a that's why they call it Largo because it's it's it looks like this huge oh. cone. It's it's enormous, and uh, in fact, well, here's the picture of it right there on on the on the label. You can see this is what it looks like. It looks like this. It looks like a yucca on steroids. Yeah, and it it Trying is. Crazy, uh, destilado en olla de barro. So it's it's uh, uh, clay pots distilled, and 
There you go. Let's look. Yep, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like right there. That's crazy. And I don't know how many of those it takes to make a, a, to make a batch. <laughs> Mike, who would have thought trying to squeeze some juice out of that thing? Well, you know, they, they don't... I don't think that they use uh, a taona in this case. I think what happens is they actually beat it to death with baseball bats. <laughs> they, you know, those, those bates, they, they, they actually pound it. You know, the first they chop it up and then they pound it after they've roasted it in the in the pit uh, in the ro in the ovens in the in the in the ground actually. So, um, very cool. Yeah, it, it it's if you can you know. There are people now, the mezcal industry has grown so much, especially in the United States, that people are beginning to to pick their own favorite plants. Right. Um, the, the, there was... Um, and do now. Because there's, there's so many mezcals out there. Well, yeah. Um, I know that uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa Peach, she loved the Karwinski. This is, this is her favorite. And and for me, it's kind of uh, what they consider tepestate is is one that I really enjoy. But arroqueño is another one that I have a good time with. Um, but wow. this this Karwinski is is Lisa's favorite, so I have to I literally have to hide these from her because she she just gets into the you know. And it's interesting because you know, like I said, people are gravitating to some people will only drink espadín, you know, because. You can you can go on and on and on, uh, experimenting with espadine just just you know from the hands of the maker and the and, and the area you're getting it from, but then you throw in the different plants, and it's like oh my god my goodness you know it's all wow. Okay, I got like a little bit of licorice on the, on the on the top, kind of like a uh, just a slight anise. Okay. I don't know if you got that or not, but I get it's it's herbal. Yeah, it's real sharp. Yeah. Now, see over on this side, I get it's like botanicals. I'm getting like like cheese or mushrooms or. Yeah, but it's really rich. It's it's complex. There's a lot of layers of complexity on this thing. Smell the earth. You can. Smell rain. You imagine these plants have seen a you know they they have seen a long lifespan to to grow that big, and and, and uh, it's just it's there's no telling what you know droughts and and how many seasons it survived before it you know it it gave up its life to to be a mescal you know. This is really bright, though. You know, Alex, it's not it's not the earthiness that we had in the in the espadín, which was more you could you could you could smell the the, the clay pots, you know, the the barro. Even though these are also in clay pots, I think I think the what I'm getting is brighter. Yeah, it is. It is brighter. Wow, I almost got some citrus on that too. Uh, I don't. It's not as fruity as as the uh, the rustico. No, it's not. And this is ninety two proof. So forty six. The rustico was. Uh, 
47. 47, yeah. So it's like within a degree of each other. So they're just, they're almost the same. Interesting. I, I love the uh, the attention paid to, to each, each varietal, if you will, or each plant. But very good. I'm going for it. Let's, let's dive in. Hmm. Oh my. Oh. Wow. Even the flavor is brighter. You notice that? Wow. Still, you know, only a hint of smoke, I think, at mid palate. Just a hint. And you know, it's drier. There yeah. you go. Yes. Yes, it is drier. It's almost like a like a gin dry. Oh, it's a dry finish. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's it. That's it. It it's it reminds me of uh, last year. Rick and I tried uh, Onilicon, and they make a a gin, a Mexican gin out of blue agave, but it's outside the denomination of origin. So they they actually have their own place in Puerto Vallarta. But it reminded me of the Mexican gin. And you're right, it is it's drier. <clears throat> wow. Very unique. Wow. And and again, no additives, so all the legs and tears and pearls that you see, the 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 just this was a little bit more clingy than, than the Espadine. And they're only within a degree of of, of alcohol by volume of each other so you know what i find amazing alex <clears throat> is that the master the maestro mescaleros can tell to within just a two a, a, a couple of degrees what the abv is by just by 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 pouring it into a gourd a vessel and and the size of the bubbles wow that's that's how they tell they don't use they don't use a, a gauge like like the, all that. Yeah, they don't. They they can tell from within you know uh, 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 within a few degrees how what what the ABV is just by looking at the size of the pearls <laughs> and the bubbles. Wow. Now the smokiness. Would you agree that the smokiness clings to your palate? Because that's that's it's not in the it's not in the nose. No. Uh -uh. It, it is on the palate. It's it's um, it's uh, it's like the oils. Yeah. yeah. Oils of, of, of the um, of the spirit that have the uh, this probably a little smokiness to it too. Well, um, long finish. Yeah. Well, it's got a largo finish. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did? See, it's largo. It's largo. It's largo. Yeah, that means long, which is obviously the Karwinski plant. Amazing. Wow. You know, you could go on and on with, with the layers. And we were talking off camera that um, the Espadín, the Rústico, the longer it the longer it opens up, the more you start pulling out of it. And, and it's almost like a never-ending rainbow of flavors, you know, and aromas that you don't get in the, in the you know, 12, 13, 14 minutes that, that you and I are, are talking. No, this is... Uh... Like I said, it's 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 on the drier side. It reminds me of it, like I'm drinking some type of a martini. It, I can taste like even or smell no. 
snow and my tasting like uh, green olives in my in my just the back of uh, of my of my taste buds. So so what? Shake it or stirred? <laughs> I like it stirred. Stirred straight up in a martini glass, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's how you serve this. Um, now I know you've been experimenting. Martini glass. That would be good. Well, I know you've been experimenting a lot with with cocktails in the last two three years, but. W I would hesitate putting either of these in a cocktail. I mean, I'd serve it as one, <laughs> you know. No, these, these, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about these spirits. They just stand on their own. You don't have to mix them, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll, you'll take it to another dimension if, if, you, if you mix it in a cocktail. Because, you know, obviously when you're making cocktail and you're using quality ingredients, you're going to get some exceptional, exceptional taste. Well, so, you know, just like they say, trash in, trash out. Well, you know, I, I think it does require that the mixologists have a have a really good, a wide spectrum of of mezcal experience behind him, because if he can, you know, if he can pick out some of the some of the primary aromas and scents, then then yeah. that's what he would work with. I think. Right. You've got to know what 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 it is like obviously to work with it. Wow. Hey, well, um, should we go without saying, but is this a Brand of Promise nominee, Alex? This is another Brand of Promise. And, you know, speaking of cocktails, um, there's been a couple I've been trying with these calls. You've got the Oaxacan Old Fashioned. I've, okay. heard, I've never had one, but I have I have heard of it. Uh, so, yeah, Oaxacan Old Fashioned, just another you know variety of an Old Fashioned. It's usually about an ounce and a half of, of, uh, of uh, Reposado Tequila. And then a half ounce of, you know, you could try different different mezcals. Uh, a pechuga usually is one that, that works. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then then uh, I can't wait to get to the... Agave nectars and bitters, and, and you're on your way. No kidding. And there's yeah. another one that's been, that's been pretty famous. It's called La Vida Buena. Uh, with the Delma Gate, they kind of put that out. Oh, oh, that's right. That, but that's made with the uh, the the Blue Agave Vita, right? Right. Yeah. So that one, I've tried it with just a mezcal like this, and it is awesome. No. Nope. Because you're using you're using a vermouth, you're using Carpano vermouth, a red vermouth, um, um, Aperol, uh, orange bitters, and I've actually tried it with. Um, um, with some other stuff too, just to change it up, and it's it's a beautiful. You can make some beautiful stuff with with mezcal, nope. and it would be great to, to try with that. Wow, wow. Well, awesome. Then, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a great time with with these because these are just, you know. Again, I personally I would hesitate to put them in a in a cocktail, but if if you're like Alex and you're adventurous and you want to try something different, then then naturally give it a shot it's not like it's gonna it's not like it, you need a whole lot to to make a statement you know because right. these these mezcals right. are so well done oh yeah but what would yeah. you charge for a drink like that man <laughs> because you it's know a 15 dollar drink yeah because yeah. these bottles aren't cheap either you know you're yeah i don't know what uh i i don't know what the price point is on these but they can't be very you know they can't be uh um oh yeah they must be kind of pricey and and worth every penny, literally. I mean, you can go on and on and on. And, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot um, to, to start pulling stuff out. I mean, we don't, we don't, when you, when you talk about mezcals that are made like this, you're just not, you're not, you don't need the Obama pour, although that does help. 
but uh, you know, congratulations again to to yeah. uh, Nick Fury. <laughs> to and the promise. Brand of promise. Uh, uh, Don Amado. Um, Oh no, for the Karwinski. Yes, that is that is the Karwinski Largo. Um, but stick with us because uh, in a few minutes we are going to try the next one. But you know, we'll let Alex take us home. <laughs> hey, where are they? What states are they in? You know, uh, I, probably California, but not. You know, it's not the states so much as the uh, it uh, probably the cities because. There's there's not a whole lot uh, of this stuff to go around. Um, you know, it's not a mass-produced item, so you only have so many bottles uh, of one varietal or another. So um, I'd imagine that um, Jake Lustig, who's the importer, has them probably you know in one or two places in California, probably New York. Um, you'll you'll have to do some drilling down. I I'm, I'm not exactly sure where. And I don't have any idea of the price point. Um, I don't even know if, if Old Town uh, Liquors has them. Uh, he usually carries everything, but who knows? You know, I, I don't know. Let's look him up. Hold on. Old Town Liquor. Let's see, if, let's see if he's got it. And he, and he may not have all the varietals either. He may have like one or two. He might have Rustico and... The Pechuga. I don't know. Wow, he does. It's pretty steep. All right. How steep is it? The Largo is ninety-eight eighty-nine. Ah, ah, a, ah. Well, that's that's what we say because we haven't bought any agave spirits in a long time. That's a, a hundred-dollar bottle of tequila or mezcal. I'm sorry, um, but you and know what? It's 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 still it's still worth every penny. This is a premium spirit. You know, I would pay for that. Oh, oh, of course. I wouldn't think twice. The, you know what the problem is usually, Mike, is people don't know what it tastes like. That's why you got to go to tastings. Well, and you you see, wow, I love this stuff, or you go to a bar and it has it. That's why bartenders are so important to these brands. You know, you taste it for a few dollars, and like, wow, I like that stuff. I'm going to go buy it. Well, the other thing too is yeah. is now uh, there's more and more locations. That uh, uh, that are not your your uh, run of the mill bar and restaurant because uh, right. there was a while there where if you had a, a restaurant and you put and tequila bar you know all of a sudden you 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 brought in hordes of other people and that just meant that you you sold you know all the, the usual suspects but uh, there are certain places now that have made a name for themselves oh, whether yeah. in Chicago or New York or. You know, in LA, I can I can think of one Las Perlas in down right in downtown. On he, 60, yeah, yeah, he just carries nothing but this kind of stuff. So chances are, if you're anywhere in Southern California or if you're visiting LA, go to Las Perlas. It's right in downtown, and ask for some Don Amado and 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 try it, and then and then see if you don't shell out a hundred bucks without even thinking about it because oh, yeah. it's that good. This will really be your favorite. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> anyway, that's our take on, on Don Amado Largo. Uh, like I say, stick with us. We're, Thanks we're, for watching. Yes. And let us you, let us know what you think. And let us know if you've had the old bottle with the old graphics on it. Yeah. 
Oh, put up some pictures of that so we can see it. Sure. If you're yeah. a bottle collector like us, you probably have it in your library. Who knows? Ta tag us, tag us, and and we'll repost it because because I I've never seen that bottle, the one you showed earlier in the, yeah. in the previous tasting. But hey, you know, uh, either way, sign up, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening or watching because you know we could be on anchor fm you could be on on wherever you download your podcast you can hear us as well um but like the boss says thanks for watching and as always sip wisely <laughs>